This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect and our spoiler-filled review of Jordan Peele's Nope. I'm David Lott. Joining me as always is Bobby Jackson. How's it going, Bobby? How are you? Oh, pretty good. And uh, Michelle Hillard is also here. Hello, everybody. Hi. Yeah, we are going to be talking about nope finally um unfortunately uh, yasha couldn't make it but the three of us are here to dig into it deep so i'll give that warning again we are going to be talking about spoilers for the film in our review so this is really geared for anyone watching that has seen the movie before if you haven't seen it um maybe you want to go check it out first and then come back and watch this review um with that anybody got anything before we start dig into it just want to jump right in Anybody want to start? Should I use the bowl to decide who goes first? <laughs> I, I don't have anything specific to start off with, so I mean, I'm open. Whatever, go with it. Go Let's with do it. This. Go with it. All right. Let's make it a party. Then you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask Bobby. Bobby, <laughs> you you were at Comic Con all weekend, but you finally yeah. I think you saw it like right after Comic Con weekend Monday night. Um, what did you think of? Nope. Uh, I'm so hesitant to talk. <laughs> you, my, you don't have to go first if you don't want to. <laughs> no, it, it literally has nothing to do with I'm breaking up and I can tell. I, I can oh, tell yeah. that uh, it's, it's not great. So it's like making me uh, not want to talk much because <laughs> I know it's not going to get across, get across real well. Um, what did I think of Nope? Uh, so I, I, I like Nope. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I, it's not without some problems in my estimation uh, from what I felt of what I saw. But I, I think what helped me th- with this movie was just a lot of the iconography that was going on in the film. I had a chance to see it in IMAX. Um, even though I didn't necessarily think that was the way I was going to see it. I usually see everything when I go to AMC, I will watch it typically in um, the Dolby. And in this case, the Dolby times didn't match up to when I could go. And the only one was available was the IMAX. I'm actually really glad that happened in a lucky accident because it wasn't until after the film that I found out that Jordan Peele had done the movie using IMAX cameras. Mm -hmm. So, 
and, and it, you can really tell because the vistas and, and the, the, the landscapes and the sky and everything that was shot in certain ways, it really filled up that IMAX screen. And, and it was just from a visual standpoint, a really um, well shot, well staged movie in, in terms of just the technical aspects. Story wise, I thought it was really clever in terms of um, what we got as far as that reveal that, you know, this wasn't the spaceship UFO that they were trying to find. It was actually a, a, a creature. And so I, I really liked that aspect of it. And I liked the dynamic between Kiki Palmer and um, Daniel Kalua. Um, some of the things that I guess maybe once you guys get a chance to give your opinions on um, that I'll get into a little bit more was that uh, I thought it was a little bit long for this story that they were telling. It could have been a little bit shorter. But um, there's another way that I thought that if it was this length, it could have been maybe told in, in a slightly different way that would have kind of worked out a little bit better for me but overall i really did enjoy the 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 sense of tension that was built in this in the movie the 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 third act in terms of when everything comes to a head when they really start to go after this alien creature and and, and kind of take their destiny in their own hands um and it just makes me more curious and and appreciative of what Jordan Peele does as as a director and the stories he comes up with and, and look forward to the next story um, and, and within this realm of almost Twilight zone type of things that he comes up with, because that is one of my favorite type of stories to, to tell or like those Twilight Zone stories. All right. Very so cool. you like you liked it. Sounds like for the most part. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Michelle, what did you think of? Nope. What did I think of? Nope. Um, actually, I think I think I share a lot of, uh, of Bobby's sentiments. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, and I say that, and at first it was kind of like, I liked it. Did I? Yes. Yes, I did like this film. I was very... I will I just, say you seemed unsure when we walked out of the theater. Right. Well, because I think there's, you know, and I think I remember saying, I said one of the reasons why I feel like I might might not have liked it is there was times I felt like it could have <clears throat> could have pushed an envelope or two more in certain aspects of the story um but overall no I'm very happy with it and honestly like I'm I'm with Bobby like we saw it in Dolby David and I but mm. like the shot the opening shot of the square <clears throat> opening onto mm. the scene you know, at first, you, you, the movie's starting, so you only know what that is. You're like, oh, I guess it's just a creative way to start the shot. And then, you know, as the movie goes on, you're like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm. That's the animal, the creature was looking down. Anyways, it was really, yeah. It, you know, once you're able to, to add up one plus one, you're like, okay, that makes, that was really, really cool. That makes a lot more sense now. Cool. Um, no, I think like what you're saying, Bobby. Like I think visually, it's it's really beautiful, and it really shows the expanse of. It's almost like it was this like Western alien film. Mm. <laughs> it really kind of gives that feel to it, and it, but I, I really enjoyed it, and I think 
you know, after seeing Jordan Peele's Us, it felt like he kind of took a step back in his storytelling. Um, but this was this was moving back. This is him moving back, I think, in the right direction uh, for me in his storytelling. Um, I think the actors did a great job. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya acting off each other was really good. The scene in the barn where Daniel Kaluuya goes out there because you know something the lights turned on he goes out there i was watching it and i was thinking nope 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 no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had the same reaction he did. I was like nope nope i'm out i'm good thank you bye bye <laughs> <laughs> i think i actually said nope <laughs> i was like nope, nope. <laughs> um so obviously the movie moved me emotionally like it, it stirred me into thinking yeah stuff is going down here like it's getting crazy um i like the juxtaposition of the storyline with the Gordy show. And I think, you know, there's moments you're watching those that scene kind of play out in different aspects of it in a way. And you're watching that scene play out and you're, you're kind of trying to figure out how as a whole it's, it's working together. And then when you realize it's basically, you can look at it a couple of different ways, I think. You can analyze it from mm-hmm. a, you know, human's, probably shouldn't be trying to control animals <laughs> aspects right. in a you know they are creatures and you're never going to be able to control something that's wild and then you can look at it from the aspect of you know the the character that uh, Stephen Yun plays as the child and as an adult you know him realizing it no, no, he doesn't realize it it's too late but it's him still trying to control a situation and him still trying to figure out how he can control a creature and an animal and you know, obviously it backfires fantastically yeah. on him. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm i really pleased with it. And I, it's funny you said that at first you think it was a little long. For me, like, mm. the movie ended and I actually kind of was like, oh, wow, that, that was kind of short. That was kind of fast. And then David <coughs> told me the runtime. I was like, oh, that felt short to me. <laughs> like, that's usually so, a good sign. For me, that's, short. Right, yeah, that's a good sign for, for sure. me is when I feel like, oh, I feel like that went by really fast. And to me, it did. I felt like, wow, that, that story really wrapped up pretty quick. So that's a good sign. No, I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised by this uh, this alien invasion, alien animal invasion film. I think you did a good job. Good job, Jordan Peele. <laughs> you are a fan. I guess that leaves me. Um, so, uh, yeah, Get Out, I loved. I think we all basically loved I mean, Get yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, us. I felt like I felt like I was kind of in a minority. At least, like you look, especially you look at like the critics' rating for us on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like in the ninety-something percent range. I think it's it's way up there. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, I don't know. I was not I was not thrilled with us. I've been meaning to watch like us from beginning to end like a second time. Mm. Honestly, I've only ever seen it the one time. I haven't really been drawn to go and rewatch it because I didn't really love it. Um, and it bummed me out considering I thought Get Out was so good. And I mean, Jordan Peele seems like such a talented director. And I'm like, man, I really want the second film to be great too. And it wasn't for me. And so then Nope comes around and seeing, seeing trailers for Nope, I've had pretty high expectations. I thought it's looked really good. But actually, I went out of my way to never watch the more recent trailer, which I never did see before this movie. I actually meant mm. to watch it after I saw it before we did this review. And I actually forgot to I meant to do that um, no I remember it played like two or three times in front of movies that we have seen I think twice 
And the first time, like I just closed my eyes and kind of just really didn't pay attention to the dialogue because I just didn't want to watch mm-hmm. it. The second time more recently, I think I, that was like, okay, I'll get up and use the bathroom again before the movie. And I just l- left because I didn't want to see the, the newer trailer. I don't know why in this case, I just didn't, you know? Um, so I really liked Nope. I'm very pleasantly surprised, not pleasantly surprised by it, but very, very happy with it. Um, I think going into it, like I had high expectations and then like just before I, we finally got to see it, I was starting to get worried because I was seeing kind of mixed reaction and it started to make me think, oh man, is this going to be another us where there's a lot of people that love us. And then there's some of us that are like, eh, it's really not that great. And I was like, oh man, am I going to, is this going to be just like that? And I'm going to fall into the camp of, oh man, maybe this unfortunately he was just like a one time he he had a dream of making get out and it was great and maybe he just doesn't have it mm. for another movie but no i really enjoyed nope um part of me wonders if some of the people who don't like it if, is it just really an expectation situation with how it plays out yeah. with the aliens or not i don't know like i said i didn't see the most recent trailer i don't know what that reveals compared to like the first one um, Bobby, it sounded like you were going to say something. Yeah, I was, well, I think a lot of the time, or a lot of the ones that I read, it seems like the issue was that they didn't feel like the the ending, that, the, that he stuck the landing on the ending. They maybe just didn't have the, uh, the way that it played out towards that end. I, I guess that for them, it just felt maybe disconnected from huh. the first two acts. But um, that's funny. That trailer, that second like, trailer. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was, I was just gonna say, like, it's funny that that's what some people bump on. When I was gonna say, like, actually, I think the ending is actually really quite good, especially you know once it's kind of basically the last like what ten minutes is kind of the Kiki Palmer show, and she's just owning it, and it's just it just plays out really, really, really good with her. And she does such a really great job with it. I actually really love the ending. Sorry. Well, and, and I and I, I think there's two ways that could have played out, really. The way that we got it or the other way, which may have been able to make other people happy that weren't, is that you get the reveal that this is not a ship and it's an actual creature towards the end of the movie. Because you get that reveal, um, you know, somewhere between the second and third act. And so you still have yeah. that time to try and go, where Where did we go from here now that we know that this is the thing, this is the quote-unquote twist? So now that we know that, um, how do you bring this in to a satisfying level? And maybe for people that didn't happen, so maybe if that reveal happens really late towards the very end of the movie, then it's maybe more of a ah, oh, and they're surprised and they're like, you know, caught more off guard by the whole thing as opposed to feeling like it didn't elevate from learning that it was this creature. It just sort of maybe stayed flat or went dipped in terms of uh, how it ends based on already knowing that that was the ah moment, and maybe they're expecting that ah, you know, an even higher moment than that. Yeah. And, and it's 
not what happens necessarily. So, I, and this is all conjecture on my part. I actually don't know that that's what people were thinking or why that would have worked out that way. But um, that second trailer really reveals what their what the story is. Is that they see this well. It doesn't give away the fact that it's a creature. They just see, they show more that this is this alien ship in the air and that uh, they want to capitalize off of it and, and try and um, get a picture of it and, and try to make something for themselves based off of it. And that really is what the, the second trailer shows. So it goes a little bit more into revealing what the, the ship sort of looks like. Um, a little bit and then them trying to uh, explain how this would be something that they could take a picture of and, and make money off of kind of thing so that's I mean really based on that description I'm glad I didn't watch it yeah I, I liked that yeah I think a lot of people said that they wish they hadn't have saw that it maybe gave too much away but in, in, in a realistic way it does but it doesn't because you still don't know that that's not because most people suspected it was an alien thing but um, yeah. to the degree, they didn't obviously give that away in the trailer. Right. But the knowing that they <clears throat> are trying to capture a photo of it, um, I think that would have been the part that I mostly would have liked not to know going into it. I would have liked to seen that play out in the movie itself as opposed to knowing that element in the trailer. But yeah, I, mean, really I get why like- they would have had to do it it's really revealing like basically the third act yeah like without say, showing like obviously all of it but because it's yeah. not till fairly late in the film that finally the cinematographer shows up with the right. scene mm-hmm. and okay we're gonna come up with this plan and right yeah I, and i you know like you said it was just conjecture that you know that's how people feel about it but i you know what you're saying makes sense i could definitely see that that's the issue maybe a lot of people have and like i guess it bums me out that you know, when you have a movie that's marketed in a way, like there's a lot of mystery here. Like, oh, I'm going into a movie and like, what is this? Like, what are these aliens? Like, it's too bad that, and I'm, we're all guilty of this, that, you know, your expectations take you down a road of like, oh man, is there gonna be this big crazy reveal? Like, what's the big mystery? And like you said, and it, since the movie kind of, kind of reveals it fairly early, mm-hmm it doesn't take away that it was just really solid storytelling. Like that third act of them, like getting together, okay, we got a plan and how are we going to do this? And they reveal some of their, their plan to you as they're figuring it out, but you still kind of don't know other details. And you get this other guy that shows up on the scene, the photographer. And I mean, the whole, the whole thing, TMZ guy. Yeah. The TMZ TMZ motorcyclist guy. That was so good. Um, Yeah. I I think I just really enjoyed the movie because it wasn't, Sure. I, I do. I love movies that are had these big crazy mysteries. Sure, but I mean, in the end, it was just entertaining. All of the chemistry, but between all of the actors, are great. The guy that from Fries, you know, and Angel, his dynamic Angel's with yeah. with them, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was great. And I, yeah, I just I just thought it was a solid, good movie. I would totally watch this again and again. Yeah, and I enjoyed no, I, it. I think Jordan does a really good job because he, when the movie starts, he kind of comes out the gate right at you with like this really disturbing scene, and you're like, "Yeah, it's pretty disturbing." Am I? Did I just is what's happening? Happening? What is going? Like it really kind of it kind of throws you off pretty quick, which is a really smart move because you're just kind of going, 
holy, what did I just watch? And then it, you know, gets into the, the main story. And and even then, the ne- that next scene, you know, there's stuff, there's metal objects falling from the sky. And you're like, what the hell is happening? Like, and it, he really does a good job of keeping you going, what the WTF is happening here for that first act? Right. And then the second act is just pure like, oh, no. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of no thank you happening here now. And then the third act is like, okay, guys, let's do this. You can get it. Like, you're you're rooting for them. Like, he really, I think, unfolded this story very, very well. It was, well, it was extremely well executed, in my opinion. But, it's yeah. just, like you said, Michelle, I, when that opening part happens with uh, Gordy, you're, you're just left wondering what's going on. Yeah. But since Monday of me seeing this movie, I've thought about it every day, this, this movie yes. in, in total. And and it seems to grow on me the more I think about it, even though I already liked it coming out of the theater. Um, and with some of the things that strike me uh, very hard is one, that Gordy scene, but two, when we revisit it and see it from beginning uh, to that conclusion, mm-hmm. it's just so eerie. And in the way it's captured, that there's this blank studio audience, and but the laugh track is there, and and to see what that chimpanzee or monkey does, and how it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And I just recently read something, maybe yesterday, that Jordan Peele said that uh, I didn't read the whole article. I just sort of skimmed a little bit of it, but he mentioned that he had maybe about four or five years ago had awoken from a terrifying nightmare and it involved a, mm. a monkey killing people. And so I, that obviously had something to do with him incorporating that in this movie, but it's just the way it's shot and, and the way it looks. And then that moment when Jupe is in under the tablecloth and, and Gordy sees him and then you're just like, you know what's gonna happen here and it's so intense and then as he comes closer and and wants to do the exploding kind of uh you know fist bump and then gets shot it's just all done so well and shot so well and it's just that scene sticks with me and then the scene where uh the people get sucked up into the creature yeah. And at first, the you don't scream, know what's screaming. really quite going on there. And then you see as they keep going through the like tube of it and what's happening there. And that's utterly nightmare fuel. <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. like <laughs> terrifying. And, and then, like you said, Michelle, the screams. And then you're just like, oh, God, what a way to go. <laughs> like, that's awful. And then yeah. it's just like the way that they continue to do certain things in the movie just to keep building that tension and and some of the the way it just looks on screen is just incredible but even just the the design i think is is i give him kudos just for making something that looks different than mm-hmm. other things that's out there right cuz normally yeah. when we're talking aliens we're getting humanoid type things or or some type of um, right. you know cr- creature kind of thing, but this just doesn't look like that, and especially towards the end when it starts to sort of billow and look um, 
more blimpish or whatever. I don't even know. Like sheets almost. It almost looks like some mm-hmm. silk sheets or it's something. Like sails, the way it's unfurling. moving. Yes, yes, sails. Yes, that's an even better description. And so yeah, it's, it's like it's just beautiful. the way to design that and think of that as a thing. I, I don't even know how you do that. But yeah, it's just kind of cool that he did. It really, the movie, there's so many scenes that just seem dreamlike, like the nightmare with Gordy, and then the, them mm-hmm. going through basically, I guess, the throat towards the through mm. the creature, and they're just like suffocating, getting squished, and then eventually, I guess, just mauled. And that's just like that's just nightmare fuel. And mm-hmm. and then yeah, to to see the creature totally just open up and unfurl, and I guess kind of more or less reveal its real appearance. It's true, like mm. this is what I actually look like, and the sails are out. There's there's it's a creepy. There's a beauty t- to how it looks. It's a scary beauty. It's very like, yeah. I could imagine, like you know, there's a huge part of it. It's like, oh, if something like that happened, I'd just be running in the other direction. There's another part of it, like I'd be watching it, going, I'm I'm petrified, but it's it's beautiful to behold. But I am absolutely petrified, and it, it, that's just what it looks like the whole time. It's towards the end. Hmm. But yeah, no, I'm. It's like the more I think about this film, like you're saying, like every day there was something that would pop into my head, like, oh yeah, that that scene was disturbing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or, you know, like, oh yeah, that just played out really well. Or it's just, it's Jordan, you know, like I said, like I, I think Us has issues. I think it's the third act in Us for me that I have my issues with. Otherwise, I think up until the third act, I think Us is actually quite good. And so this, from beginning to end, just as how solid as it is, it's it's makes me feel like oh, okay, everything's things good again. We're good, mm. like life is good. But yeah, I there were times in the movie, especially at the end, like, I felt that maybe they could have pushed the envelope a smidge more with some of the Gordy stuff. Um, mm. And then there's times I feel like they could have pushed a little more with the violence of the alien craft. I feel like it could have done more to really shake them up i mean i will say that you know it basically throwing up on the house (laughs) is i would it would disturb me i would be disturbed i would be i would have issues with that um but it's like i almost wish it could have done a couple more things to really like in their face of like i'm in charge here this is my territory i'm Mm. taking like think that that could have been cool if if maybe just a few more like really pushy things from the creature could have happened but overall, still very happy with it. Yeah, I could see that, but I, th- I think the amount for me was was good. good. I mean, sure, yeah. it, it's a good movie. Would I have enjoyed 15 more minutes of this movie? I think so, but at yeah. the same time, I think I fear it could have gone down the road to being a little too long for me. And If anything, it sounds like it was already a little too long for you, right, Bobby? That's what you were saying? <sighs> yeah. Um... I don't know what parts of it were particularly long feeling to me, but I definitely remember feeling at some point like um, it felt a little stretched out. And it kind of brings me to where I thought the the movie would have worked better. In terms of what we got, I I definitely enjoyed it. And like I said, if it was maybe a shorter length, I would have enjoyed it even more. But if it was the length that we had, I almost feel like what would have worked better for me would have been um, to tie in a little bit more closely all these different stories in a way that 
it was more of an ensemble piece rather than mostly about um, uh, Daniel and Kiki's characters. So, like, for instance, if we get that Gordy thing in the beginning and then we see a little bit more of Jupe arriving in town and see a little bit more of his family life, I would have cared a little bit more when he got killed. I, I really didn't. It didn't affect me in, in any sort of way when he died. Um, just like oh, you kind of got what it, it was left purposefully mysterious about his whole thing. But I think like I would have cared and it would have had more impact if I saw a little bit more of his story. And then same with um, a way to sort of tie all these people together into this one t moment in time. So you get some of his story, Jupe's story. You get some of Kiki and uh, Daniel Kalua's story um, of them kind of coming back after their father's death of this and what mysterious circumstances and then even seeing a little bit more just a little bit more of the cinematographer's story and his life or whatever and then a little bit more even i would have liked to have seen just a little bit more of the daily life and pressure of being a tmz photographer and he has to go out and get this picture and see his story just a little bit and maybe would have affected my uh scene of him die in that kind of aspect as well just all these sort of four stories kind of converging into this thing that that seems like it would have been a better use of the length of time that we got but if it was just about well it since it's just about mostly the two of them and the other characters are more side stories uh, that's why i feel like it would have been better for me if it was condensed a little bit into a shorter movie I can see where, yeah, maybe having just a, a short, a short blip of a scene of the TMZ reporter basically being told to go out on this assignment or something. Because I felt like it was just super random. Like it was like this random dude on a motorcycle suddenly. Just, just it. It's like, and I know we need the motorcycle to propel the story forward. This is the whole plan. Right. But I will say that it did feel kind of like. Well, that was super random that that is occurring. Like, it's a, it's random, but it also it it, it, throw, it provides some type of wrench to throw into the situation, it does. so that it's not just mm -hmm. hey, everything is working out perfect, or here's our plans, all it's all great. <laughs> like, right there's the monkey wrench right there, yeah. which in the end helps them, but yeah, it was kind of the monkey wrench. But yeah, I'm with you. Like the cinematographer, it's weird because you only see him for just you get just a hair of him at that at the beginning of the film when they're on the set of that movie. And so it's just funny to me that that's what stood out for them to go telephone a guy for. Like, I don't know. It was just interesting. What do you, what do you mean? Like, it's just because, like, he just seemed so random in a way. Like, he didn't have much of an impact at the beginning of the film to make you think that they would contact him. And mm -hmm. then they're just like, oh, we're just going to contact this guy. It's like, oh, okay. Hmm. But at the same time, like, that's very nitpicky-ish. Like, overall, like, I think, I think it flowed pretty well overall. Did, did they contact him the second time um, when they brought him out to the ranch? No, he reached no, out. No, he reached to out because he okay, saw. Okay, I can remember. Uh, that's right. I, I knew he had saw or at least saw heard the in the background the, the story yeah. about the news story about right. people going missing. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. And then they said the, they said the town, him. and he was like, oh, "Yeah, wait, that's interesting." Yeah, 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 yeah and, and so. 
when you talk about the TMZ uh, photographer and him throwing a wrench into things, I can't help but think in my mind how much that would have worked if, um, again, if we knew he was going out on that assignment and you get that tension building, the cut between him riding into town and then them trying when to set this plan up. You, this yeah, you know there's foreboding going there because you know he's yeah. approaching the situation that he doesn't know what he's getting himself into. But I'm not trying to remake the, the movie. I, I, like I said, I, I like the movie we got. It's just that um, the length of time, I think, could have been used and divvied up between some of these other characters a little bit more. Um, but that's not... To, what they were going for. They really wanted it to center on the two of them. And and I get that as well. It's like the movie you're describing. I can easily picture what you're getting at. And I, I I see why you like the idea of digging into the other characters a little more. It makes sense. It's almost like two different movies and I'd probably have been happy with either. I mean, I'm Mm. saying that as someone who liked the runtime just the way it was, like I I did not find it to be too long at all. If anything, like I think Michelle, you said, like I was kind of like, oh wow, it's already over. Yeah. Um, So the I think the the yeah the the runtime worked, but I can Mm. see your film too. I'll call it your your Mm. version of Nope. (laughs) It it sounds like that would work, but I don't know. I guess I also kind of like the mystery of like. Oh wait, who's this dude in the motorcycle suddenly showing up? Mm-hmm. Like without like leading up to knowing he's coming, and as one example, it it worked for me. But yeah, I I, I think it's as a whole though. I think just the focus on the brother sister characters, I think, is really where it's at. And I think they they convey such a good job of you know the older brother and the younger sister. Like they both know how to push each other's buttons. They both know each other's personality. Like she knows she's like, oh, he's gonna go out and do this. He's gonna go do it because he has to be the good guy. He has to be the hero. Like she's like, she knows he's gonna go do something. And the same with him. Like he's like, she ain't gonna clean up after herself. She ain't gonna make dinner. She ain't gonna do chores on the farm. I know I'm gonna be doing it. Like he knows. He knows she's not gonna do it. <laughs> like they have, it's that brother sister relationship of knowing a person so intimately and just being like, I know she's not gonna go do that. Like <laughs> please don't. You know, but then also having a good brother sister relationship where they can joke with each other or even just be like excited, you know, and like they get excited, they start slapping hands. I'm like, yeah, that's what you, you know, it's like an inside thing with the sibling. You're like, yep, we know each other. And when we get excited, this is what we do. We pump each other up. And it was just good to watch that. And I think they just conveyed it really well. Yeah. It was, it was done really well. I'd say the only actual. Maybe this is a nitpick. I, I, will, I will go ahead and put this in the category of nitpick because it didn't okay. bother me per se, but it definitely something that I sort of side shook my head to when it happened in the theater is when uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, OJ, when he talks about how um, you shouldn't look the creature in the eye and he realizes that it's a creature. It was like what exactly made him realize that the thing was alive and not a ship per se, uh, based on what they show us, I couldn't really gather how he was able to deduce that other than when he flashed, when they flash back in the movie to the guy on the set, having the, the mirror and it's seeing the, the, the horse sees its own image and then gets a little wild. I, I still couldn't quite 
make that jump there where he figures that means that that thing is alive and not just a ship. Um, I, maybe you can explain it to me if you guys kind of know where that comes from. I mean, I guess I look at it like he was kind of collecting all sorts of different aspects of the way it was acting and just was kind of coming to that conclusion. I mean, we, <clears throat> excuse me, what the first, uh, I think, evidence of that was, you know, they're all staring at the cloud and basically there was the time-lapse footage of all the clouds moving, but that one cloud is not moving. And then they're all talking, the three of them, like basically staring out of this cloud. And I think it was in that scene when you make some comment about, I don't know, somebody says something about it being a ship and I don't know if he says, or is it a ship? Or he says something along those lines. That was like the first kind of evidence of he seems to be doubting that this is just a straight up like alien ship, even though it looks like a flying saucer. Um, and I mean, right. after that, I, I guess the feeling I got was it was it wasn't just this one moment of oh let, oh, let me remember back to the the moment with the horse on set. It, it that kind of added to he already seemed to kind of have a feeling like this doesn't seem to be like what we're all quickly jumping to oh it's an alien ship like there's maybe there's something else going on here and uh, the the overall way it was behaving i think led him down mm. the road of is is this almost like an animal like and he thought he'd give that a shot like don't look at it I, that's kind of how mm. i i read it if that yeah. if i'm making sense yeah i think it's just you know yeah. in his life his his dealing in animal husbandry with the horses and their constant behaviors like he learned all these you know signs or these kind of these moments or this kind of energy and he can go he can recognize it and if you were if any animal was doing certain territorial things he'd be like that's a territorial act like once you understand what an animal does most creatures are all fairly similar you know executed in a different way but it's still the same kind of buildup, and I think he's slowly catching it with his own horses, and he's reflecting back to his own childhood, and you knew his dad's like, oh, you know, so-and-so's being territorial, and he's out there kicking up dust and making noise, and, you know, the alien creature starts, like, kind of coming around, but then it's, like, letting you hear people inside of it scream, like, just so you know, I got people in here screaming, like... <laughs> This is I own this. It just it just was displaying little things and yeah, like the cloud just not moving. I think it was just kind of like a that's really interesting and that's really bizarre that it would stand its ground so firmly. Like yeah. And so I think it's just him kind of picking up all these little tiny cues and then just it all kind of is like something's familiar about this behavior. Oh my god, it's like the horses. Like you mm. know. But I think then I think the movie clicks. The movie doesn't, he doesn't, Jordan Peele doesn't feel like he, he definitely doesn't seem like the kind of director. He's like, oh, I'm going to just spell it out for you word for word, right. like right. what's going on sure. here. And, um, you know, he probably could have done like all these little flashbacks of him going, oh, wait, this and oh, wait, yeah. that and oh, wait, this. And he's just doesn't seem like that kind of filmmaker. But, yeah. but then, yeah, like Angel even says, he's like, oh, well, now they don't even call them UFOs anymore. They call them UFAs. Or UAPs. Or think, UAPs. Yeah. And then they're like, what does that even stand for? And now you realize you're like, oh, unidentified animal um, something. Yeah, I forget. Really? Yeah. And it's like, oh. I, I don't think it was that. animal, was it? But air, you know, unidentified aerial phenomena. Phenomena right. is what uh, it not literally stands for. Yeah, that's it. So it's not even technically like a, a, sh a thing. It's like, 
It could be anything, not just a, a item, a yeah. physical, right. man, not man-made, but a physically made thing. It could be anything. It could be just matter. It could be. Right. Anyways. Yeah. So. Anything else, guys? About Nope? I recommend people see Nope, and I recommend they see it in the theater because of yeah. uh, the beautiful cinematography. I mean, hey, let's all be real. Am I going to go get a chance to see it again in the theaters? Probably not. But I would love to see it <laughs> in IMAX. I mean, yeah, no. even watching it in Dolby Cinema, you know, I could still tell there was a lot of shots, and I'm like, oh, IMAX cameras just look so good, even when I'm not watching it on right. IMAX screen. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... These shots, even it just like it was like a sprinkler head when he's going into the barn to check out why the lights are on. And yeah. it's just like a close up, nice wide shot of the sprinkler head in the foreground. I'm like, I just, even something as simple as that, it just looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say if you haven't seen this movie and you watch this spoiler review for some reason and still plan on <laughs> going to go see it, uh, I would urge you to watch it in IMAX. It just looks fantastic in the IMAX screen. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, with that, we're going to wrap things up. Get out of here. As always, we'd love to hear back from you guys. What do you think of Nope? If you have any questions or comments, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can leave those down below. Um, or if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, uh, you can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com with your questions and comments. Uh, the audio version of the show is available on Apple podcast on Spotify or basically anywhere you listen to podcasts or so just look for us. And yeah, we are on YouTube. Make sure to like, and subscribe, hit that bell icon to be notified whenever we post any videos or maybe even go live again in the future. Um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter at flicker underscore effect by the way with that i'm david lott i'm bobby jackson and i'm michelle hillard thanks for listening and watching <laughs>